Well, here we are, guys. Are we live? Live in a dive. What's going on, YouTube? Welcome to the show. Hello to all you folks out there listening to this live, as well as all you other guys listening to the podcast after the fact, which, by the way, if you are wondering, we are now podcast available on, I believe, Stitcher, CastBox, the Google one, and soon to be Podcast Addicts. So if you're a podcast person, check us out over there. Spotify. Spotify. That's the other one I was thinking of. Yeah, Spotify. Cool. And uh, just a reminder, we're going to do this every week, but uh, feel free, email us, you guys. Email us some of your pictures throughout the week. I was talking to some of you guys in the chat a few minutes ago about how crazy your weeks have been. Now, we, we thrive on pictures and stuff from your week because sometimes our weeks are kind of boring. So yeah. we need we need to know what you guys do throughout the week. We're curious. We're curious to know what you guys worked on. So let us know. Send us some emails. Send us some pictures. Post it up on our Facebook group, which if you're not a member of our Facebook group, go ahead and join up. Follow right. us on Instagram. Hit that thumbs up button if you want. Or hit the thumbs down button if you're a jerk. But Does anyone do yeah. Twitter anymore? I don't think nobody's <laughs> doing the Twitter thing anymore. <laughs> I don't think anybody is at all. I'll tweet. No. I'd like to give a shout out to our mods out there. Justin, old man Ted, anti-DIY. He's in the chat tonight. And if you guys aren't a sub to his channel, check out anti-DIY. He's got a lot of good stuff on there. He might have a video of his awesome computer that he just got. It's got some sort of water faucet in it, he said. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me, but it looked pretty cool. Water-cooled condenser. And as, of course, I think I think tonight we have our number one fan, Randy, and his little buddy Luke out there listening. Which Luke, actually... Luke, you hear me bark once. <laughs> and Randy, don't pay attention to your thermostat. It's all right. I was, I was he, Molly he asked us a question in the email this week. I read the emails. He wants to know yeah, what in his ductwork makes that noise. I didn't get a chance to listen to that yet. Yeah, I did. Either. It was a long, like, not a lot of happening. But I think it's, I think he, what he was talking about is there's like clicking going on. It's like click, click, click. You think it's duct vibration? Um, I think that from my experience, which I think that he might have flex, so I'm not too sure how that works. But like when you strap up metal duct too tight, you don't, mm -hmm. you know, you don't have any play. Like if your six inch runs or you have your brackets and you screw them all into the brackets, it will tick. It will make like a noise expanding and contracting, you know, What's the temperature yeah. difference. Yeah. Right. I think that's the noise he was saying. I don't know. That sounds about right. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but yeah. uh, my parents have had a similar noise and it's probably from the same thing that ductwork just expanding and contracting or even vibrating. Yep. I would imagine. A lot of the commercial stuff I do that has the giant metal ducts that hang from the ceiling, you can it's a definite noise. Yeah. You can just hear it vibrating and howling. Bill, you want to mention something about the old episodes or whatnot? Yeah. Yeah, that was on my list of things to talk to you before I was distracted by several other people. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. So back at it, back to my list of things to get at right here, guys. See this? Notes. So anyway, guys, I'm sure a majority of you folks who follow us have noticed that uh, randomly throughout the week, there's an episode popping up. Now, just so you know, that 
those aren't new episodes. Those are just, those are just old live streams that we're just slowly releasing just old ones that we just had from the other channel, you know? So don't be alarmed. We're not going live without telling you guys. It's always going to be on a Friday. Yeah. yeah. It's always going to be on a Friday at nine o'clock right here on the overtime channel. Take us out. No, wait, I mean, uh, we're not over yet. So I think what we're going to do though, is uh, instead of posting it once a week because it's causing a little bit of confusion right now, I think we're just gonna next week we're gonna post the the majority all of them. We'll post we'll put all of them up next week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah and just get them done and over with. Yeah, to so ease the confusion. You're gonna have a lot of beeps on your phone in one day. Watch <laughs> them. Don't watch them. Do what you will. We just want we just want to have them available in case anybody wants to go back. Yeah, if anybody's is. feeling nostalgic, you know. When you're at work, sometimes it gets boring. Sometimes you're yeah. driving, you want to listen yeah, to a long drive in between. And yeah. there, there were some funny episodes on there. Guy I like yam around about nothing. Yeah, you know, or like, have a laugh. Yeah, you're right. Like you I know, think we just passed up the Frogman episode. <laughs> I don't remember that one. What was that one? That was before your time. Oh, no. see, I might want to go back and watch that one. There you go. If it's ever released, it's released. It's Is it already right released? Now, that yeah. must have been like uh, within the first six episodes, eh? It was early. So uh, I guess a lot of people are asking what happened to the JB, the Beavs. Oh, yeah. So, Joe? Well, listen, <laughs> if you want to be part of this crew, you got to be top-notch at A1 level. And he wasn't cutting it. No, I'm joking, man. He he had to deal with some stuff uh, back at home. So uh, I think yeah, he decided best. to step aside. Yeah. He, he yeah. moved back to Georgia. So he's not working yep. for me anymore. That's where his family is from. That's where he grew up. So he started off in Tennessee. Um, he moved up here. And then now he's back down with his mom. So I, he's still doing HVAC, but I think he's doing something with the government. Some government so. intel, CIA, HVAC or something. CIA. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, he's good. He's doing, cool. he's, he's, yeah. Hey. FBI, yeah, yeah, they need HVAC stuff too, man. You're right. They got to stay cool. You're right. So, yeah. yeah. But, so, anyway, we got a lot of stuff to get to tonight, guys. Yeah. We got like, what, 4,000 emails this week? <laughs> Actually, 3,782 to be exact. Not bad. Should we start hitting them? Hold on. Sure. Let's do it. Let me try to get. Yeah, we got to start hitting these. We have something special the last half of the show. Yep. We got a dessert plan for you guys. Dessert. Chocolate cake. So let's mm-hmm. start off here. We got Joe starting off. Joe, which clip oh. do you want to play first? You let me know. Oh, we're going to play. Oh, you know what? Um, Let's do a, you, know, you pick. It doesn't matter. All right. Let's start off with your compressor one. All right. It, we're probably not going to play the whole thing. I'll just let you know where it's at. Here we go. Boom. Yeah. Just I explain it once. Just um, am I am I talking over it? Yeah, go ahead. This is just something I, I find pretty cool. I don't see it too often. I think more recently I started seeing it. Not all units have it, but it's pretty cool. Some people don't know about it. My my helper apprentice asked me about it, and I figured, you know what? Well, you're Some not at that. Don't. You're not at that part yet, dude. We got to figure out how to like sync this so you sync guys can see everything. But okay, you, it's, it's, uh, originally it's, you were explaining how basically. To do the work you need to do, you need to you had to remove all the compressors and all the components. And when Holy you were putting crap, it back together, here you this. go. Now there's your little heat exchanger. Go ahead, Key Joe. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I see more units uh, coming with this. It's just something I found pretty cool. You know, um, 
you know, back in the time, I didn't know what this was. And my apprentice asked me what it was. And I figured, you know what? There's a few guys that might want to know what this is and what it does. And Big copper pipe. Yeah, it's a bigger diameter compared to the rest. And, well, wait a minute. I see the liquid line going back into it. What's going on here? So I was just explaining what it was in the video. and So what is it, Joe? Well, what is it? Oh, there's no audio in the video? No, we're not. But we're talking over. That's why I have the audio oh, down, sweet. dude. And so what it is, it's a, it's a suction line um, heat exchanger. So what happens is the liquid line goes back, goes through it. And what happens is this, the suction, the liquid line vapor subcools to the TXV. And it's opposite for the uh, the suction side. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Cause you're, you, let's say you're 110 degrees on your, um, your liquid and you're at 60 degrees in suction. You're heat exchanging and therefore you'll get better capacity. It's pretty cool. So I've read about those, but never actually seen one in person. What kind of system is that on? It's a dehumidification. Wow. Related, unrelated. There's a guy that I know that's kind of like an HVAC, like the Dalai Lama of Mm -hmm. HVAC. Okay. And uh, he showed me, he always does some kind of like crazy experiments all the time in his house. And he took his, he took a, a used condenser. He removed the compressor. He put the compressor in his crawl space, okay? Yeah. And he has the fan and the condenser and that outside still. Um, but what he has, the discharge line of the compressor, it runs through. He made a pipe inside of a pipe, kind of like what you were showing there. Yeah. And he's yeah. running a circulator pump with water over the discharge cool. line of the compressor. So Which, he's yeah. heating the hot water of the building. It's like coaxial. Mm. Yes, exactly. Um, and then what what his, what his plan to do was, which was kind of cool, he says, you know, if you have like a setback thermostat, I think everyone HVAC for the most part, if you have a decent sized house, setback thermostats are kind of ridiculous, right? Nobody likes them. Mm-hmm. It, it just takes a long time to overcome. Yeah. Just keep it at one temperature, right? right. Um, anyways, what he his point is in the middle of the winter, when your house is set at 70 degrees, um, if you set back the, temp, the, the thermostat to like 50 you're basically condemning all the heat in the house, right? You're saying goodbye yeah. to it as soon as you do that because it's right. just going to leave. And when, you, when your set point is at 70, um, the higher the temperature is and the colder it is outside, the quicker you drop temperature. So if your house is 50, it drops a lot slower than if it was 70, right? Because sure. it's a difference between hot and cold. So what his plan was to do is have a, a separate water heater and he was going to run it and he was going to basically extract the heat from the house Put the heat inside of the a, like a water heater storage tank. Yeah. Uh, let it sit there until before he got home. Then extract the heat back out of the tank, and like a super insulated tank, and put it back into the house, which is cool. kind of cool. Yeah, and, and you know, I just wanted to put it out there because um, he asked me this question too. Again, remember, it's like a heat exchanger. A heat exchanger. Any heat exchanger. The two mediums are not mixing. There's one tube inside the other, and you know, I find it more prevalent with systems that don't have accumulators uh they'll have a receiver and just in case you know i guess to to avoid uh some liquid going back to the the compressor eventually you know that that actually heat exchanger will boil off a little bit of the liquid that passes by and and yada 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 i see i see a similar thing but it's on a much smaller scale where um like what i see it on will be like your reach-in cooler some of your smaller upright coolers you know they'll just have the It'll be a cap tube system, yes, and they'll yeah. just have the cap tube brazed directly to the outside of a suction line, and then they'll just insulate it. 
Gotcha. So it's kind of like a poor man's heat exchanger where yours yeah. is like a, a fancy rich man sort of sort of deal. Yeah, and you know, I've seen it. I've seen one on almost a similar thing on a liquid line for like a multi long lane set run. They used it, but this here I don't see too often. Um, but I'm thinking they're they're starting to steer this way, especially like I said, systems that don't have accumulators, maybe just to to avoid any liquid going back to the compressor, and just for efficiency, um, mm-hmm. you boil off the liquid and you'll uh, you know subcool the uh, vapor that's in the liquid line going back to the TXV. Pretty cool. And Joe passed his test, by the way. You have somebody asked. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving Thanks, forward. Dave. Dave Here we go. Here's another. Uh, yeah, it looks like a hot water coil and a piece of duct. Oh, it's my, let me know when I, because I'm not watching it's it. On. It's on. It's a hot water coil. Okay. This, this system here, I, I showed up to a house, and they were saying there was a, a leak. So when I showed up, I thought the, the water-coiled um, air-coiled, Air, water air core oh, whatever you want to call it anyways you get the drift uh, i thought it was leaking um but apparently and at the same time i seen this pipe coming through the return but i had no idea what that was but apparently when i open up the access panel there was a sump pump in there and you'll see a little uh, i think it's a lot of plumbers use it use that uh coupling, coupling system yeah yeah and it was leaking coming out of there so it was just splashing but down below was a sump pump and eight inches in the above, duct. actually, in the duct. Sorry, in the duct. In the duct. Yeah, in the duct. And eight inches above, let's say ground level, of that sump pump, there was a horizontal supply going to the rest of the room. So that's essentially that. That if that sub pump fails, that duct is going to be full of water. You're getting no airflow anywhere. Well, I'm just so, wondering why don't they instead of having the sump pump in there. They can get some, yeah. you know, clear plexiglass registers, and then they could just have some exotic, like tropical fish in their ductwork. <laughs> right? What if they you, ever decide to what do you think? close That's the, the craziest looking thing I've ever seen, isn't it? It's it's nuts. I was like, what the hell? When I opened the panel, I'm like, what is going on here? And and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Then where's the where's the air going? And then you can see from the picture in the video. If you look deep inside, you'll see it on my side, a horizontal going to. The, the whole system and i'm like oh, okay there's my air so yeah you're, you're you're always having moisture in your air you always have air going through your moisture and it's just you know on a rainy day or like a snow melt day that that pump is going steady and if it fails which is which has failed before your duck is full of water and why you know, don't you why don't mate. you just sell them a backup sump pump a battery powered joe yeah that's what <laughs> yeah <need>. yeah <laughs> Maybe the plumber could do that. I don't know. Isn't there a better way to accomplish the same thing, though? You know what? At the time, a lot of times, especially people with pools or whatnot, um, they usually have a sump pump in that room, and which is which makes sense because you're so deep, your air supplies are around the same area, and they're not made to take on water. I don't care if you waterproof well, them. There is plastic. There is plastic supplies. You're going to spend yeah. about five to ten thousand dollars more of PVC. Mm-hmm. But when you talk to somebody and you, you're giving quotes, you put that out there and you, you say that's this much more. And if they have a sump pump, what's the chances of water getting in? So they, they usually lean to the cheaper way. I mean, now here, Joe, everyone's yeah. using plastic duct, like duct tiles. Really? You know, back in the day, I run into houses mm-hmm. all the time where they have, you know, it was done in metal. They pour the concrete around the metal. The metal will rot out. And when it rots out, you have a bunch of gravel. 
and the yeah, water, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's a company by me, they're called Trenchless Innovations, and they send mm-hmm. like, it's almost like a robot down the ductwork. And cool. if you've ever seen like the sewer relining a sewer, it's like this rubber, no. um, I don't I know. Always wondered about this. Or whatever. But yeah, they, they, they basically rubberize the ductwork. They could do That's it cool. after the fact. It's hey, funny Justin, you say that. Justin asked a good question. He says, how do you get to that pump? <laughs> good question. Good question. Um, Just got either you up. take what's a supply or you have to reach in like I did through that panel. And and thank God that panel was there because you'd have to make your own panel. Of make your own panel. Like with, you pull up the grinder, pull up the grinder. Yeah, but uh, powered, uh, Milwaukee that you got there. Yeah, I know. Right? I know my favorite tool. Yeah, um, it it was crazy. I'm I'm thinking like, who would have thought? Like, oh shit, my water cool is leaking. What's going on here? Why why isn't it stopped? What's going on here? But uh, yeah, the water coil was was fine. Um, There's a sump pump just leaking in there because it was the bad coupling. It was like the coupling was hanging on by a thread. Um, mm. So I just put it back on. It was fixed. But it opened my eyes to see what the hell is so going on. Is that common then? No, I, I listen. I haven't yeah, seen like it before. That, that whole setup, though, is it's, that's not common. I haven't seen a supply duct inside of some pump inside, like a supply duct. I've seen something around similar to that, but not exactly like this. I've, but, I've seen that yeah, before, and what we've done with it because they say, "What do we do to fix this problem?" Mm-hmm. Um, you could fill all your supply ducts with concrete, and then you run overhead supplies. Right, you reduct the yeah. house in overhead supplies. That's basically all you could do at that juncture, right? You're just, right. Just like abandon it, reduct it. Right. You're right. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny though, Adam, because um, or Bill, like going around, I never see. We always use metal, and and other companies use metal. I had never seen metal ducts really fail too much, believe it or not, for water. Um, I don't know if it's because, like I said, most people have a sump pump in the area. Um, if it's um. I don't know. It doesn't yeah, usually. Maybe. It's not an issue usually. I know if we, if I had ducks in my slab work where I'm at, my water table's pretty high. Ah, uh, I would yeah. definitely have water in my ducks. I, I don't have <laughs> duct work, but you, you know, it's, it's it's funny you say that because if it was me, honestly, knowing like when you have that mechanical bracket, all of us all do, you're thinking water, metal underground, galvanized, not galvanized. It's gonna rust. Like, yeah, I, I think Adam put another picture up on us. Yep. This is related, unrelated, plumbers, heater, HVAC, what? Yeah, what is it we're looking at here now? Is this one of Joe's pictures? No, this is the infamous Joshua sent this to us. Hmm. One of his routine weekly hacks. Um, What is that? Oh, that's a a drain line going through a duct? Yeah, he just cut out the ductwork and ran it. Oh, well, that's that's fancy. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I'm not sure how they sealed it. He was wondering how he could fix With that because his um, the duck the you know the ceiling's pretty low. What I would do is break out your old school duculator and figure out what size ductwork that is that you have, and look at the equivalent for a shorter Round size, up. like two or three inches shorter, and mm. blow it out by I don't know eight ten inches, whatever it is. Make a transition on both sides and just jump that duct. Boom. Hmm. Yeah, because, I mean That's the air. Idea. What is that? It's like a speed bump for the air. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. wee. <laughs> you know, mm, that's awesome. Pretty cool. That is nuts. At least uh, you they, know, and, yeah, they got tape on it, so it's good. It's <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I have, I have seen a lot of similar like situations like this. I'm pretty sure you guys have too. Like, 
uh, drains, wires. I I can't stand it. I can't stand drains going through my return dock. Like it's just poor practice, and I just can't stand it. I like to see my return dock untouched, unscathed. Wires, fine. I'll forgive you. Communication wires sometimes, even if you're doing. Yeah, uh, see, you know. I don't even like to do that, but I have done that on occasion where I've sure. I've ran communication wires through ductwork. Yeah, yeah. But I guess in my offense, or my defense, sometimes in the com- uh, commercial world, I don't have readily. A, it's not easy to access, you know, some of the ceilings on these. Mm-hmm. So I just hey, I pop a hole inside of a duct, fish a sure. line through there. You know, it's it's much simpler. But of course, I always find. Uh, I guess I don't just punch a hole in there without putting a. A plug or something through there something to protect the wiring you know yeah absolutely i do it sometimes when i'm zoning like an older house and it's like impossible to get a, a thermostat down if you're using something that needs a thermostat like a train or something like that where you need a power wire that you can't get away with a honeywell um wireless thermostat um you know i'll usually pop down from the duct into the wall with your thermostat wire whatever and my trick of the trade is bring yourself out a little roll of fishing line, right? Tie one of those mm. wiffle golf balls on the end of the fishing line, throw it in the ductwork, <laughs> and use a duck booster and just hold it up to the duct, and it just blows the ball all the way downstairs. And then cool. you, you go look for it and pull your wire up. Boom. Done. Interesting. That's like the electrician's trick for uh, getting wiring through conduit. They just have like a, a piece of that loose string, and they put a shot back on one end of the conduit. Yeah. And they shot back on. They just suck the, suck the string down through it. Yeah, yeah. And then I've yeah, done just, that once or twice. On the way. What else we have here? Here's just a quick picture here. Pretty cool. Um, I think he just had a. He was working on a rooftop, and a, a hawk landed right next to him, ready to chew his face off. Hmm. Now, who sent us this one? This was Matthew Clemens. Oh, cool. Interesting. I don't see nothing yet. There it is. There's a delay. Is it real? It looks real. Real. Angry. Yeah. Yeah, that looks bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah. Honestly, if I see that on a roof, like I'll I'll be kind of like. uh, You just gotta run at it, charge it, you know. Yeah, I would. I would try to catch it, (laughs) and then tame it, and so it would send little notes to other people. I I mean, I could see Bill with the hawk sitting on his shoulder, just posting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Bill and I. Same. And an eye patch. That's what I'll need. <laughs> yeah, that'll be bonus. Eye patch and sunglasses. <laughs> what else do we have yeah. here? We have Scott. Let me make sure I get his name right. Scott Savage. Uh, cool. These aren't hacks, actually. They're pretty cool. He just sent in a couple pictures of jobs that he did. It looks like he has a, to me, it looks like a, a nice little cast iron boiler with a repipe job. He did a little his little pro press. Like I like, oh, cool. you know, I use the pro press, the pro press. Speaking of freaking pro press, dude, zoom, zoom. do what? you, do you have, you guys seen in the supply houses, all these supply houses are trying to push like the, uh, the freaking fittings that are like the shark bites for refrigeration. Yeah. I see. What those. the heck is that about? Come on. Man. Hold that thought. Let's see this picture. I want to see it. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen this picture either. What are we looking at here? A boiler of some sort, it seems. Looks like, boiler, a, like a Dunkirk Burnham. I have to. I have to admit, for hydronics or you know, I, I, it looks neat. ProPress does look neat. I I never use it. I'm an old school solder guy, but it does look badass. And I know you love it, Adam. But um, here's another. Now, one. is it wrong for me to think that Pro ProPress fittings are okay in hydronics? 
but I don't really prefer them in refrigeration just because of the higher pressures and, you know, is that wrong of me? I, I feel like they do better in a hydronic situation. I feel like even if that little rubber gasket inside were to leak, the water would mm-hmm. keep that gasket moist and there would be less, you know, it would, it would, uh, it would hold up longer. Whereas in refrigeration, you have changing temperatures on the pipe, the pipes contracting and re, you know, retracting that, uh, the little gasket, may be exposed directly to refrigerant or oils the or any sort of acidity di- in the system. I think the only I difference is, though, yes, I think you may be onto something there, but mm-hmm. refrigerant doesn't destroy houses. Water destroys houses, right? That's true. true. You'll get high with refrigerant. I know that. So here's another, That's uh, true. <laughs> another Navian job that he did. That's a pretty clean-looking install that he's got there. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But I noticed something here. I no, noticed something. There's no radiant. No, no uh, the, PEX, the PEX is going in between the pipes. Is that what you're looking nah, at? Nah, I'm also looking. There's no wire. Okay, there's no zone valves. Fine. I guess you don't want zone valves the way you did it, but there's no wiring. That makes it look cleaner. Well, he's, he's not done yet, Joe. He was trying to hurry up and take oh, a picture. I, I, I'm not saying. I'm just talking right. about it. Mr. Micromanager. Yeah. <laughs> that, looks, that looks pretty nice and tidy right It there, does. Man. It looks really good. And there's another really one. Good. You you guys ever wonder about, like, all right, so these wall-hung boilers. Here's a ream that he did here. Um, and he has the the expansion tank, you know, horizontally on the floor. Because expansion tanks, when you have uh, wall-hung boilers, they're always tricky to tie in right you have to mm-hmm. fit, plan mm-hmm. them out whatever blah, blah blah but you know what i started using recently they make like these little pancake expansion tanks that you could screw to the wall and just time right oh, really? in. boom nice done and also i think supplyhouse.com sells strapping that's like a perfect strap that you could st- screw and strap your a regular size expansion tank to the wall as well too yeah, you know, as you see my jobs, Adam, honestly, when it comes to expansion tanks, I don't like to put them on the floor. That's just my preference. Um, there's a wall right there. I, I would use that. But I do a different setup. You guys do different setups. I, I, I just use, it's a little less, I can say, rigid. I just got, got a, a hose bib set up, and I just tap into where I want to tap in, and, and that's it. Um, the way you guys use these um, aerators or whatever, it's a little different, and um, I don't know. It's just you just always have to be right where that is. When in Rome, my when sorry, in Rome. when in Rome, yeah. I just I don't know. It's a different setup. I I, I like to have it on the wall, and yeah, know, so with the expansion tanks, is there a place you are supposed to put it by code, or is it just wherever is it, aesthetically pleasing? Yeah, it, it's more aesthetically. It doesn't really matter uh, where you put it. Some guys like it more in the supply on the discharge. Sometimes guys like it on the suction but it doesn't really matter to be honest with you where you really put it it doesn't it's always good though to quoting dan hulahan or hallahan how do you say it yeah dan hulahan didn't he invent the hula hoop he (laughs) he invented the boiler and the hula hoop but uh he wrote a book called pumping away which was awesome and Mm -hmm. uh one of the things he stresses in the book is pump away from the boiler pump away from your expansion tank that's right hmm so moving on, we have another picture yeah. here from Scott Savage. This is a interesting setup. I've never seen this done before. Um, I am sure it works. Um, I you know the, I, the only thing I question is the equivalent feet of duct. Um, it's a downflow furnace in a basement. I know exactly why he did this. He didn't have enough right height for the coil, right? So he has a downflow furnace sitting on a box in a basement. Mm-hmm. 
and then mm-hmm. the air moves over and pops up in your A-coil. Okay? I hope he's got some turning veins in there or something. That's a hard turn. That's a hard yeah. turn, yeah. Turning veins would be nice. But, you know, these coils, I mean, look at the coil. It's almost the size of the furnace. What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, the only, yeah. you, you could hang yeah. the furnace horizontally on some unistrut or something like that, but you don't have a lot of options, you know? Yeah, you're talking. Yeah, it's probably, uh, yeah, you don't know how long that wall is. That's pretty he cool. Can, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, for what he's worked with, I think it's probably pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, I guess that's the only bet, your best bet, right? I mean, it's that's a from monster my professional coil, opinion of so installing it's, one system. Probably this, probably the size of the coil. I would guess if he's trying to hit like a sear rating, that's probably a variable speed furnace. So, yeah, letter. Is that, judging by those base, not to cut you guys off, but uh, judging by those those walls there, that's got to be an older looking house, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so it's, plus. it's probably like a five and a half foot tall basement. Yeah, and I see a ninety. It's it is a ninety over. You see both intake and exhaust. Yeah, I mean. Cool clean i wonder what kind of static he's got on that hmm. hey man what are you gonna do what are you gonna do yeah oh, it looks cool and yeah. you know what and you know what we got to get in the habit of doing i just want to mention that that like it's good that we're explaining the pictures because a lot of guys look uh listening to the podcast don't really know what we're looking at oh so it's pretty cool that it's a good pretty that pretty lame podcast that we're showing all these pictures <laughs> it's a good point <laughs> <laughs> Just put it out there. No, we're just we bar- we're just barely describing what we see in the picture. We have seven downloads. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, stop listening to the podcast and go on YouTube and look for this episode. <laughs> right? Get on YouTube. Skip the yeah. first half hour of the, every episode and go. Yeah, go be an idiot. You can't see pictures on a podcast, you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Get on YouTube. Right? Dumb shit. <laughs> so here's another one. Back to boilers. Who is this? Robert Bronson. Awesome, guys. I think it's Robert Bronson. So he went out to do maintenance on this boiler, and Mm -hmm. the boiler uh, was completely sooted up. And he looked at the vent table for the boiler, and it was equivalent feet was 40 feet maximum, and they had like 55-plus feet in this thing. Um, So that's the first picture. Check that out. It's like Sorry, I can't, I can't make it out. What like is that? Liquid, what are we looking at here? Hot. I think that's yeah. in like the burner box, like where the manifold is. It's the bottom when he's looking at. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, now check this. The sooted, freaking. This looks like lava, dude. It's dried lava. Hmm. <laughs> so oh, that's the inside bottom of it. That looks like yeah, the inside yeah, bottom. Bill. And then we have wow. Uh, wow. Is that a crack? I see. This thing is done, man. You, you, done. Don't, you don't clean something like this. You don't nope. clean it. It's done. Oh, I wouldn't even run that anymore. No. Yeah. Hmm. It's over. It's over. Wowzers. Awesome pictures, man. These pictures. I don't know. Up. You could probably braze that crack shut, scrape that stuff off, right? <laughs> did you have have you have you I'm I'm sure you did, Joe. Bill, have it's you like, ever tried to clean a sooted heat exchanger? Oh no. gosh. No. I've done it twice, and now when when somebody has a soda heat exchanger, they're like, are you sure I need a new boiler? Yes. I know, right? Yes, you do, or you can call somebody else because I'm not not getting involved with this. Not happening. I I, I know we we call each other at different times wondering, how do you clean it? How do you clean it? And I think a lot of guys always ask each other, how do you clean it? Because it's dreadful, and it's just not pleasant to clean it. And if you don't clean it perfectly, it's going to sit up again. Yeah, yeah. 
So, and I remember telling Adam, um, tell him to get a new boiler. <laughs> yeah. How old is it? Yeah, it's, it's, oh, I'm it's done, time. dude. I mean, you'll sit there for freaking hours cleaning it and you'll yeah. look like you're uh, chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim chiru when you're done, you know? <laughs> freaking Mary Poppins over here. That's right. But yeah. Anyways. Yeah, that last picture I was looking at there, it looked like an actual eruption, like midway through. Like, I don't, uh, just a volcanic cloud rolling out of a. I don't see how that was. How did something. how did they not die from carbon monoxide? And mm-hmm. I don't. Most boilers, anything that's fairly recent, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, you know, newer era boiler, they have a spill switch on the the draft mm-hmm. box, right? Yep. How was that thing freaking running? That's I don't. That's I don't a good get point. It. Somebody jumped something over there. Could be. Something happened. I don't That's know. So people die. But. Yeah. So on. Let's keep on the Rogers. topic of of water here. This was sent in by Joshua. Joshua. Yes. This is a 1904 water heater. We he, say his name like that because his middle name is a question mark. By the way. Yeah. So, but oh, look at that. The, they were selling it, and I think it was 600 bucks online. And it, they actually have it listed as a hot water heater, which I know everyone gets really pissed off and bent out of shape when you call a water heater a hot water heater. Mm. So, but honestly, if that was local to me, I'd probably waste six hundred dollars and put it in my garage. It does look awesome. How much do you think that thing weighs? Enough not to. That's want a to heavy one. It. That's probably about nine hundred pounds right there. Oh yeah, you'd have to get like a crew of uh, movers or something to get that over to your house. You think that's all cast iron? They call them riggers. I bet you it is. Riggers. Wow. You know, that reminds me, my neighbor has one just like, not just like that, but pretty similar in his basement. And this week, I'm going to break into his house and get a picture of it. And then we'll showcase that thing next week. Nice. Cool. Nice. If I make it out alive. And video the break, the break in and everything. Yeah. That's a good idea. <laughs> I'll wear my sunglasses so he don't know it's me. Yeah, he won't. Just tie your beard up or something. Yeah, so I'll I'm gonna put sh- one of those bald caps on upside down. So we got uh, Chris Stevens, HVACR Videos, the rock star of the YouTube.com. Mm-hmm. Sent in. He's the Blake Shelton of the HVAC world. The Blake Shelton. He sent in a grease-stricken heat exchanger that he ran into. Cool. Yeah, this thing, he, he let me preview this picture. I don't know how this thing is just not engulfed in flames right now. Or maybe it was at one point. Isn't that yeah, how you're supposed to clean that? You just like light it? I don't. I've never had to clean one. I've oh, never actually like oh. seen one like that before. Not that bad anyway. I've seen a little bit of buildup on some of them, but that's mm. uh, that's legit. I mean, yeah, it looks like it. It looks like it's kind of burned off. There was probably a little tiny yeah. fire in there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think for you sure. could like cook your cheeseburgers on top of that thing. Right. Oh, good idea. <laughs> yeah. Make yourself a grilled cheese sandwich on the job. Wow. Sorry. There's a YouTube video right there. Oh, that would be awesome. Oh, yeah. When was this again, guys? Sorry. When? What was this? What kind of unit? uh, It looks like I think it's a rooftop unit. Rooftop? Rooftop unit. Yeah. What the hell? Why is there a carrier? I guess there's just. Like, why is there so much grease going into that rooftop to begin with? Because there's so much grease in the air. kitchen, right? Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, or the economizer's open and there's an exhaust fan nearby. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's sucking just back in. sucking in that greasy air. Yeah. 
So cool. this next one, we're trying to fly through so we could have our guests in here. This Let's next do one more. One, this ne- we got a, just a couple more. We'll try to fly through them real quick. This next one, it kind of tugs at the the strands in my heart a little bit because uh, I did a job with almost this identical unit here. It was an awful job, actually. I hated it, and I never want anything to do with it ever again. These looked like the two 10-ton Daikin VRVs that we installed. He's got three of them. I'm not sure what size they are. This is who sent this in here. Let's see here. Dave C. Halifax. Oh, Dave C. Halifax. Awesome, bud. Pretty cool. Yeah. That is awesome. It's a nice job. I'm assuming he did it. What are they doing with those things down in Halifax, man? (laughs) That's awesome. Broke my thing. Did not break it. Cool, Dave. So, yeah. All right. Are we back? We're back. Okay. What else we need here? All right. Try to flying through, flying through, flying through. Um, I think all we have left is we did Joshua. Uh, actually, you know what? Before we do this last this last one, I think we're going to uh, talk about. Hopefully, I don't even know if he's here still. Don't know what's going on? You know. Good yeah. idea, bud. I don't see his face on the screen. Uh oh. <laughs> Where's he at? Ted. That's the bedtime. Hey. Where is your picture? He, he fell asleep right. midway through Enough of that music. <laughs> I heard the music and I woke up. I thought somebody stole my guitar. <laughs> so, Ted. Yes. You could tell us about these uh, these next pictures here. We have uh, one that you labeled Coil Pets. Hmm, coil Pets. pets. What's this one all about? Uh, I don't know if it was mine or if it was one I got. I'd have to see it. Put it up. It's yeah, up. Put it up. It, it's a it's a rodent in an a coil. <clears throat> I was not in an a coil. You were not. In a, there was a squirrel. Oh, very squirrely squirrel. I guess it got stuck, uh, dude. That was a brand new, almost new train coil, too. That's what's important. Yeah. Were you able to pluck it out? Poor train. Um, actually, I'll let somebody else do that. Oh, pluck it oh, out? Yeah. It was above. That's uh, uh, what happened was uh, the, uh, the homeowner said, no plucking, no nothing, replace it. Really? I mean, if there's smell to it, it's not going to go away for a while. Well, but he chewed up all. Look over there on the right. Look at the. Oh, the insulation and all that? Yeah. Yeah, he chewed it and, like, crapped in it. And, Mm. like, if you got pinched up and stuck at that spot right there, don't you think you would probably crap too? Yeah. 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 So. He must have been so what was the 22. call about? What did they call it? Did they call about smell or did they hear like little like in their ductwork? What was going on? Uh, a little tiny. Oh, no, it was no call. That was just servicing. Routine maintenance. Yeah, that was just nothing to it. He was downstairs and you said, what smells like uh, squirrel farts? <laughs> yeah. 
no, no, no. They never noticed anything. Wow. Sure didn't. <laughs> um, I wasn't the one that found that, but the guy that found it, you know, told me I wasn't going to believe what I thought we were going to see like some sort of uh, antique Harley parts stashed in an attic or something, you know, I mean, I didn't know what we were going to see. You just better come see this, man. You just better come see this, man. That's what we got. That's what we had. Sounds like a Monday call. You mean you never saw anything like that before? No. Hmm. I I never saw anything like that. Where are you guys from? Birds and uh, inducer wheels and whatnot. I saw a chipmunk caught in a condenser fan um, in a new system we installed, and there was, like, blood all over, and the fan was locked up. And the guy's like, do you guys know what you're doing? You just put this in. It's already not working. What is going on here? I went outside. I'm like, come outside. Check this out. I showed up. There's, like, blood all over this thing. It was crazy. Joe, didn't you see, like, a live moose get pulled into a unit one time? Um, Yeah. 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 Sucked right into an inducer. Yeah. Free free moose meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they call the Mounties. <laughs> yeah, six-ton moose sucked uh, right in there. Like, looks like uh, your buddy there, uh, Yami. Chicago buddy Ren. He's a comedian tonight. Here's another one. Oh, comedian. We got a a nice Ted unit with a snake. What is that? Southern oh, yeah, snake. Diamondback. Snakes is, I sent you two of those. One of, the, one of the snakes was mine, and one of them, uh, somebody sent it to me. A buddy, you know, sent it to me. Let's see. Wow. But Man. I've sent both of those, like, all over the internet. That's a poisonous one, eh? I think the, blood, uh, the second snake looks a lot more terrifying. That one, the, uh, the that's the one. newer unit, too. That's a newer unit. Is that yeah, snake you, just? You can tell. I know, oh, Justin. Wow. I can't stand that. It's it's a southern thing for sure. I will, we'll never get that. That's for sure. I never seen that. I'm pretty sure you guys haven't either. Oh uh, wow! Somebody somebody sent that to me. There you yeah. go. There's mine and that Bryant. Was that still alive? That yes, one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Scared the ever living you know what out. How'd of you me. get him out of there? Uh, Turn- I actually ran. <laughs> no kidding, I would too. Oh, I'd like to see a video of that. But oh he, he was black. It was a black snake. He, he, he ain't gonna hurt you. Oh no. He just turned on uh, the turned on the the unit, the power to the unit. That's how he. Got uh, oh, it had been on. I mean, we we got him. He was uh, he was injured a little bit, so he really mm-hmm. couldn't hurt you. He was pretty. He he looked, uh, but he was alive. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, he looked. Uh, he looked a lot worse than that. Oh no, we oh, can't have yeah. Ted without his. <laughs> oh, my very good friend. Mexico in the house. What's up, Ted? My taco. Hey, do you have another recovery machine for me? <laughs> he broke the. But I don't think you're ever going to pass the quiz. You sell yeah, I'm the only one that goes out at, at Ted, eh? Already, you already got it stolen or what? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I still have it. Traded it for crack or what? R22. That's how we got the skin of R22. 
Yeah, I got more of them for you, Yamo. I sure do. You'll never pass that next quiz. He's trying to build his company. He's got employees. Because you want me to to sing a gay song on YouTube. That is correct. And I said I would send you. That was not a gay song, number one. And number two, I said I would send you those probes, man. And that could be taken as a little wrong. But uh, (laughs) the, the probes, you know, the field piece probes. Yeah. The job link set. Uh, and this, you're not willing to sing a song live on YouTube to get a free job. Well, I bet anybody in that chat would do it. For job links? Heck yeah. I, could, I bet we could put the number on the screen. I, the phone would ring off the hook right now for job links. I don't know <laughs> you would sing it, dude. What do we we, don't want what's the song? Is it I Wish I Was an Oscar Meyer Wiener? No. No. It's, <laughs> called, it's called Shut Up of Your Face. Oh, that one. <laughs> oh, it should have been like Pineapple Pen or one of those cool songs. And, uh, if you almost sang that live, you know, I would. Uh, Maybe he's he's second guessing. He might consider it. Oh no, you ain't gonna get him to do that. <laughs> How's your uh, week been, uh, Yamo? Slow, very slow. Yeah. Uh, Nothing interesting. No, uh, mi- uh, what's it called? Mini splits or window shakers? No, just the mini split that I found today was polyurethane instead of Armaflex on the pipes. Oh, I should have put that working. in there. Yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. Foam. Huh. You know, we're actually running a, uh, not us, but Amana has a promotion going right now. So we're picking up. Buy a 95 two-stage variable furnace and get a condenser for free. Ted, oh. that's good to deal, man. Yeah. I'll buy one. Wait a minute. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, you heard that, right? It's what, crazy. Amanda? What's that? Amanda Furnaces? Yeah. Blue Amanda Furnaces. What do you got to do? What do you got to buy again? 95 two-stage variable or modulating and get a condenser for free. Amanda ain't got no modulating furnace. Yeah, they do. I installed them before. Is it communicating? Yes, but uh, I think the new ones are actually going to change because they had like the old school. Their communicating thermostat was like the older Honeywell Prestige that is their proprietary um, whatever inside of it, which the old Prestige is kind of stupid if you ask me. But the new ones, they're going to do it with just a regular. Any 24-volt thermostat will work. So, uh, Adam, you think we got any uh, train bashing guys in the – in the chat tonight, any of these guys that love to bash train and give me a hard time? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, gonna, there's always a few. I'm going to give them some ammo. Go I mean, you know, I'm a straight up guy. I'm an honest guy, you know, so I'll, I'll bash them any other time. I still think they're the best money can buy, but nobody's perfect. What happened? Sure. Well, they dropped. Now, I like, I like their proprietary controls. I like the 824, the 1050, the... I really did love the 950, but they dropped Honeywell from their standard control line. Guess who makes them now? Goodman. Carrier. Goodman. Shut up, Bill. Mute Bill. <laughs> Mute, Mute Bill. Carrier? Nest. <laughs> I said controls, thermos. Controls, controls, controls. Johnston. Johns. Worse. Way worse. Carrier. Nest. Ecobee. Honeywell. Feeling fan. Hunter? 
No, not that bad. Hunter Hayes. <laughs> Emerson. Emerson. Oh, Emerson. Emerson makes selling thermostats that Emerson makes with trains stamped on the front of it. Is that is Emerson the ones that make uh, Sensi? Sensi predict. I do not know. I do not know. Because that actually could be a good thing coming to train if that's the case. Yeah, I do not know. I know people like those. I don't like those toy thermostats. I really don't. I like trains. Wi-Fi, Nexia thermostats, but I don't, I don't like those toys, those eco bees and nests and all that. I'll take them out and shoot them. When are the new Emerson thermostats hitting the market? They're on. You can pull it up right now. Type in uh, uh, train 302 thermostat, Is and that- it'll show you the little gay wad piece of crap that took the place of the Honeywell 8000 that we used to call an 803 something like that so mm-hmm. is that the uh, that's not a communicating thermostat correct oh no no we still have the same those are uh, Honeywell like didn't make those for us yeah mm-hmm. those are real special China jobs but I don't know yeah. man I'm glad I had some in stock. I don't want to put up any thermostats and catch that Corolla virus. <laughs> Corolla virus. Yeah, Toyota. Corolla virus. <laughs> Corona. Corona, Corolla. I'm almost immune to that. Did you know that, Ted? Yeah. Uh, cousin It, you're immune to almost everything, buddy. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's probably in your beard already from so a long time. Block I'm, it. I'm immune to it. So speaking of thermostats, I had a bad T6 out of the box this week, which that's very uncommon. I, Honeywell usually is like great longevity for thermostats, right? I hate we, T6s. We had a new install. I, I installed the, the T6, had uh, ran it through a cycle. It cycled down. I was just double-checking the humidifier, tried to cycle it back up. Wouldn't start. Wouldn't start. Brand new Honeywell. Brand Lost new. the W circuit? Lost a W. Never seen that. Never seen that either. Not in all my years. All my years. Hmm. I've seen him fail when I pulled a Hillary on him and smashed him with a hammer. <laughs> Why is that a Hillary? Hillary smashed all those... Uh, uh, Bill Clinton's figurines. No, no, those phones, man. What would you call those? What were those phones that used to be so popular? Blackberries. Oh. Whatever they were. Yeah. Who's Hillary? I don't know if that story's true or not, because what moron would smash him with a hammer? If you wanted to destroy him, why would you not just throw him in a fire? Yeah, that's a good point. It seems I mean, dangerous. what idiot would try to beat him up with a hammer? What, you know, well, we we're talking about Hillary. She is kind of, kind of an idiot. But nonetheless, why would you smash it with a, I don't know. I think if I was going to, Make up something to bash somebody. I'd make up something a little more realistic. Mm. I guess there would be no way to say you could prove. Like if they got thrown in a fire, could you ever prove that? Gone by, melted, ashes, incinerated. So got no way to prove that. Yeah. Maybe a hard thing to find out. Plastic to somebody and say, oh, look, he smashed my. Yeah. Something to cry over. I let my daughter use my phone tonight play, playing video games on it, and I get it back, and now it's all glitching. Yeah. Uh, you got 10 probably, viruses. She, got a, she downloaded something. I don't know what's happening here. Got Your phone's probably got the coronavirus. <laughs> I need to get, make it. 
McAfee. McAfee. Yeah, oh, McAfee. Yeah, virus. Yeah. How old is your daughter? I thought. Why doesn't she have her own phone? She's five. Five and she downloaded something on your phone. Wait, she's five and she she doesn't have her own phone yet. Yeah. Oh gosh. My eleven-year-old has a phone, but my wife takes it away from him every other day. Mm, That's a good idea. Yeah. Well, that's probably probably good for him. Five-year-old already got viruses. Yeah. Yeah. The way I see it. Actually, even Yamo in Mexico, they're having coronavirus there as well. It's crazy. Well, corona, Mexico, corona, virus, it, it fits. If the well, hands fits, in hand, yeah. Right? I, I get so. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Hand in hand. That's how I go to all my job sites with my, my other technicians. <laughs> That's good. I hope you hired, like, Jessica and Susie then. Yeah. No, I only hire people with beards. Oh, so no. you're holding hands with guys with beards. Yeah. Singing Kumbaya too? Yeah, in this, a circle. This yeah. is the original hand holding group, Ted. That's uh, true. <laughs> circles are not. No, no, I hope there's no pivot, no soda cracker. Just no, nothing like that. Nothing like the, okay. what do you guys call that? The the Tennessee truck stop? I don't know. Joe's starting to smile over there, though. I, I you know, I don't even know what you guys are talking about, the Tennessee truck stop, but I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of handholding, I talked to John Israel for the first time in six months or more. Cool. The other day. Good. What? You two guys need to make up and bury the hatchet. Yeah, I think. He'll be here one day. You never know. That's uh, it's no in the making. Sense. I'm pretty sure. No sense holding the grudge, man. Oh no, us never. Why hold the grudge when you can hold a hand? Get in. That's right. That's our much handholding. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that, Bill. Why well, well, hold a grudge when you can hold a hand, right, Ted? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, no, I ain't gonna hold his hand. I'm just saying, don't hold a grudge on him. Oh no, no. shit! I ain't gonna hold that hand, man. He squashed my little <laughs> I would never. <laughs> that dude's huge. I ain't holding nothing. <laughs> I'll hold the door open for him. Isn't that the name of your song that I played, Ted? Daggone boys or something? Oh, Daggone bad boys. boys. Daggone. I wrote that uh, after I was like stoned uh, and watching reruns of uh, what's the Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, Dukes of Hazard. Them dad dang boys. That's the best show ever made. Hazard? Dukes Joe, of Hazard. Joe doesn't know. What a, he, right. Joe doesn't know what a Daisy Duke is. It's all right, but do you know who shot Jr.? No, I never watched that show. Then you couldn't have watched Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> Who shot Jr. Isn't Jr. the guy from Dallas? Yeah, but it was right after Dukes of Hazard, and they no. cut it in without commercial. Remember, they wouldn't let you no, know. That, that was my bedtime, man. I was like eight years old when that was on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> probably was actually. Yeah, I'm just a young guy. I'm only 27, Ted. I was 25. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> you ain't no 27. <laughs> I'm surprised anybody caught that. Man, I've been growing 27 years. You ain't no That's kid. true. I haven't shaved since I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ren, dude, speaking of Kentucky, look up the Kentucky Turtle Man. What the hell is that? Mm, that sounds like something not safe for work. That's the dude Kentucky, who says he catches Kentucky a turtle, turtle and he says, and he's, got, oh, he's got no man. teeth. 
Watch, yeah, yeah. watch that water he swims out into. And uh, you want to play tough guy, you match up with him. Other than that, I don't want to hear it. A snapping turtles, right? Or I thought it was catfishes. Nah, he pulled the snapping turtles out by the tail and slung them up on the bank. That's crazy, man. Yeah, what they don't tell you in those videos, he's wearing boots. Yeah, you he's know, wearing he boots. Him with his feet, but, you know, he's he's got to be, they're probably steel toe boots. but Yeah, because they would make him bleed. For sure. Dude, they find them and still reaches down into the water and grabs him by the tail and picks him up. Now, I know you wouldn't do that. No. No way. You wouldn't even get in that water. Probably not. Ren, did you write that down? <coughs> Kentucky Turtle Man. Kentucky Turtle Man. The Turtle Man. You watch that and then you crack on the boys. The... Yeah, uh, actually, I can't do that. Um, yeah. Not able. He moves his tongue around a lot when he makes the noise, too. Robert Bronson says nobody knows who shot Jr. That's not true. It was that little blonde-headed girl that did it. It wasn't It wasn't the mean ex-wife or wife, whatever her name was. It wasn't her. It was that little blonde. <laughs> I know who shot Mr. Burns. So when did Love Boat come into the mix? <clears throat> um, Isn't that dude that sold the Volaris? Wasn't that guy? <laughs> What's a Volaris? Volari? The plane, the plane. Hey, Yamo looks like that guy. The plane, the plane, Yamo. That's you. Jeez. Uh, Chris, no. had a poor, Chris had an important message in side chat. I don't know if you guys seen it. Who? Uh, Chris Stevens. Good. It's an important message in side chat. Oh, yeah. Costco is out of bottled water and toilet paper, but Beefmo has plenty of beer. All, hey. is, well. All, is, All is good. Good point. All is good All in his hood. Well. But hey, with that segue, guys, yeah. I think people have had just about enough overtime for this week. Yeah, it's been a good show. What do you say yeah. we wrap it up? And thanks to our uh, our special super guest here, Mr. Ted. Yep. The original anti DIY. And his illegitimate his illegitimate son Yamo that he'll never admit that is actually his actually his son. <laughs> The plane, the plane. That's no oh, way yeah, to treat your, right. your, your not, son, Ted. That's not Love Boat. That's Fantasy Island. Hmm. So did anybody, did anybody tell Zach that Sally, Jesse, Raphael wants her glasses back yet? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, Ted. That was a good one. I, I, remember, I used to watch that. <laughs> you used to watch her? Yeah, I watched a few episodes in the day. I remember that. The, that talk show host. Oh, yeah, God. Referee, You're yeah. brutal. I like, I, I like Zach and everything. I really do. I got a lot of respect for the guy, even when I get mad at him. But but the deal is, man, he looks like he's wearing his wife's glasses. Oh, my God. They're not that. Sally Jesse Raphael thing was funnier. I heard Bill say that about somebody one time a couple weeks ago. I said, I'm going to use that somewhere. <laughs> that was a good one but nobody nobody knows bill's older than he admits he covers up the gray in that beard otherwise he wouldn't know who sally jesse Raphael was that's true i was a guest on her show once oh you were no <laughs> Just everything, everything i say sounds the same so it's easy to lie okay bill where were you on that yeah we gotta wrap it up boys <laughs> So with these funky sound effects, let's wrap it up for first. <laughs> <laughs> He'll spit and 
choke and screw it all up. Maybe, maybe Yamo should do it, Joe uh, or Bill. Yeah, I'll let you guys wrap Joe. it up then. Yamo, take us out of here, man. You do it, Ted. But Bef- but oh, before that, oh yo, yeah. no, show your face. The plan, the plan. Come hey, anyway, on. before these guys get off the rails here, I'd like to thank everybody for their emails. Yes. We appreciate it. We That's really awesome, do. So guys. if you guys yeah. do have any cool emails yeah. from your week, whether it's slow or busy, whatever you got going on, send us some emails, some pictures, some videos, some clips, whatever you want to do. We appreciate it. We'll feature it on the show, talk a little bit about it. With that being said, also give us some context to whatever it is you're doing. Don't just send us some random picture of a close-up of a screw head if without telling us what it's all about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, the snake yeah. picture needed no context no that that needed that's no self-explanatory context. yes yes yeah that needed that's no context at all bill running for his life when he opens that unit i would have just been like wow and then i would have turned around and slowly walked away <laughs> yeah. i didn't but hey we appreciate yeah. we appreciate yeah, old man too. ted and his son yamo for showing up tonight appreciate all you guys in the uh in the chat here talking rick rick showed up kind of later i just didn't notice him Rick, Rick Clint, survival. Steve, we got a bunch of we had a we had a new guy out there tonight. Uh, HVAC workers of Ontario. He was a new name that I didn't see here before. Ontario, like yeah, California, HVAC, Ontario? our workers of Ontario, or Canada, Ontario. I don't I know. Put that up. Good okay, go ahead. Sorry. Andrew Tarr, I believe, was his name, but hmm. I don't know him personally. But uh, anyway, we appreciate everybody watching us. Go ahead and smash that thumbs up button for us, guys, before we head on out of here that we'll see you guys next week see you guys and gales right here on the overtime channel live again i don't know are we ain't live again i don't know adam might be doing a little trickery there <laughs> hey were we live that whole time no i don't know i thought this was a practice show tonight <laughs> practice what are you practicing? Yeah. practice i'm just practicing my speaking abilities um, dude don't you guys do that no so no. <laughs> I like I like to put on old reruns of the show and then lip sync along with myself just to practice talking. Adam did when he was a kid. He oh, like played the <laughs> air guitar in front of the mirror.
Yeah, 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 yeah. With, that, that, with his shirt off. His shirt yeah. off. Oh, I don't yeah. know, man. I didn't need that mental picture. With his Mark, Mark <laughs> well, we all background. seen it. We that, all seen it. That's why I started playing bass. No. It was all yeah. with the tennis racket. <laughs> so, what kind of tennis racket was it? Why'd you have to make the crack about the glasses, Ted? Oh man, I don't know. I was watching his video earlier. <laughs> he still put some out. I mean, I think he should do more. To be honest with you, I think he should. Uh, I think he should do more videos. But maybe he will. But anyway, I was just watching it. And I just thought of that. I just saw those glasses. I'm like, man, those things. <laughs> It looked like his wife's glasses or something. Right. Oh my god, you're mean. Uh HR workers, Ontario was Canada. That's awesome. Another Canadian in there. Cool. Oh, we got like we got a couple Canadians in Loaded here. Now, huh? Hosers, man. Yeah. Yeah. We got Corey Hoser. Hoser's the original Dave. He spelled it wrong, but he's the original hoser. What do you mean? That's how you spell it, isn't it? One's that a hose is H O S E hose. No, but the hoser is with a Z, Z or well, you Z. Gotta hold your nose when you say it and spell it. Got to hold your nose. <laughs> hoser. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe, man. Yeah. Just face it, dude. You're the dumbass of the group. Okay, <laughs> you're <laughs> such an asshole, okay? <laughs> Who is? Man? <laughs> Tell it what it's like every now and then. What do you mean? Because I don't know what you're talking at gibberish it's half the time. All right, Man. Tennessee, Tennessee blower, Tennessee. You can't spell Tennessee truck stop. Attention. That's what it's called. Tennessee yeah, truck stop. Yeah, Mo. Did you go to school or did you pay attention when you were there? Yeah, Mo. I'm, What's up? I'm, say goodbye. I will What's challenge up? anybody on anything. Right. All right, guys. Okay, so let's go play Little Rodney. No, I'm not doing this live. All right, I'm not doing. You made a comment. I made a comment back, and I'm stick by it. Yeah, Mo's gonna say goodbye on the same hour. We are live, Ted, so shut up. Who's live? We're live. We're live. It's a hangout, man. We ain't live. We're over here after the show. Won't you shut up? You could turn on your <laughs> no. interwebs. Oh, we are live. live. Just... Say goodbye. We're Thank live. you for watching. Guys. Don't forget yeah, to, to get the video uh, thumbs up, subscribe. Check out our Facebook group, Instagram. And God bless you from... Mexico and and for and take care. I just want coronavirus. Guys wouldn't let me turn my camera on. Man, that was cold hearted. Yeah, no, you don't want to put it on. Put it on. on. (laughs) Everybody wants to see the famous Ted. Yeah, Ted. Hello, Ted. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. Hoser, hi. He goes on after it's off. That's. Uh. <laughs> and I made it too. I don't want to make y'all guys look like y'all are all upside down. I need to get it. You are the one that's upside down, man. No bass. It's all about that bass. No trouble. So, you really gotta get 
Sean Ezra would come on one of your shows? Yeah. It's a, it's an up it's up in the air. We don't. Know. I mean, have you asked him? No. He eventually probably would. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you. Come again. Assalamu alaikum.